Hey everyone, what's up? It's Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well. Um, just coming off of a lovely family vacation and had lots of good fun and time off with the family, which is always nice. Always needed to take that break and time away from our responsibilities to just really focus. So I really hope that you guys got to take some time at some point during the summertime to really be able to focus on family time or really just taking a break to really just enjoy and be present and make fun memories with your family. And I know sometimes we have these kind of big ideas of what uh, a family vacation looks like, or, you know, we have high expectations and the reality of it is, you know, kids are fighting, there's whining, there's crying. So even though I had an amazing time, there was still lots of normal reality type stuff that happens. But I think even with all of the stresses and, you know, maybe some crying or whining that happens over the course of family spending 24 seven together out of your normal routine, that there are moments that you have fun and laugh and get to play and, and still have a good time beyond those annoyances that do tend to occur just naturally as us humans interact with each other, even if they are our loved ones. So anyway, I wanted to get on and talk about a few things that I experienced recently that I thought were really valuable lessons. And it does piggyback or echo some of the themes that I've been recently talking about, especially with the last episode too. Things aren't always what they seem. And really it can be challenging for us to see things from different perspectives, right? I've talked about seeing things um, through that lens of fear versus the lens of love. And so this kind of echoes that a little bit, but with a different side of what that can look like or what that might mean. Um, and it's funny because my father-in-law has told me this really funny story and I'm going to share it with you guys here because it just shows you how not everything is what it seems, right? Or things that we may see, maybe things that we read or hear may not always be exactly what they seem, right? And so my father-in-law, he had an uncle who had polio. Um, which led him to be in a wheelchair, right? So he still had use of his arms, but was not able to walk because of his polio. So he was in a wheelchair and he had a vehicle that was outfitted for him to still be able to drive. I know exactly what my father-in-law was talking about because I've seen that, you know, my dad was a quadriplegic, so he did not really have the capabilities to be able to drive, but I've seen how they can make like the gas and the brake be on the steering wheel, right? So people who still have use of their hands can drive a vehicle with using the gas and brake. Um, with their hands, right? Versus using the pedals with their feet. So I have seen this in action. I knew exactly what he's talking about. So he's telling me how his uncle had the car where somebody would help him get in and he would be able to drive with his hands, but then of course, you know, he can't walk, right? And he was taking a trip. He had his wife who was pregnant at the time and some small children in the car and they ended up getting a flat tire. And so father-in-law tells a story how it's, it's Florida, it's July, it's summertime, it's hot. And they pull over to the side of the road and his pregnant wife gets out of the car. The kids are out of the car helping the mom. And then you see, you know, people driving by seeing this, right? And what are they seeing? They're seeing a man sitting in the driver's seat, just kicking back with the AC on, you know, sipping a cold Coke where, while this pregnant lady and these small kids are out there changing a tire on the side of the road. So most people driving by are thinking, you know, what an asshole, you know, to let this poor pregnant woman and her children change this flat tire while this 
young man in the driver's seat is just sitting there, you know, enjoying the air conditioning. And that's one of those things where as a passerby, if we were to see that, of course, we're going to think like, what the hell? Why is this guy being lazy? Why is he sitting in the car letting, you know, these people do this? And we might get really angry and feel self-righteous and just, you know, totally beat this guy down. But the reality of the situation is this guy can't change the tire, right? He is incapable. He has a disability. He cannot walk right? But at first glance, that's what we're going to see. That's what we're going to infer because that's what we see with our eyes. We don't know the full story. And so as funny as that story is, it's the same thing where we see things or we put our own spin or our own perspective on certain situations where we might twist a story into being something it might not really be. And this actually happened to me personally recently. And this has to do with kind of our mindset and our perspective and what we're thinking, right? And we want to be like, and I shouldn't say want because I know I don't want to be a victim, but in my head, my insecurities, the ways that I have unhealed wounds or pains, I tend to see sometimes with this perspective of people are abandoning me. I tend to see things with a negative lens or I tend to assume the worst, right? I tend to assume the worst because of my insecurities. And so I received an email and in reading this email, it really upset me and I kind of went down this rabbit hole of these negative feelings, like going into this like righteousness thing, like how could they do this? And something I was listening to recently was saying the ego, like that piece of us can want to be so self-righteous. Like we get hung up on wanting to be right and making the other person wrong at pretty much no matter what cost, right? Like that pride in us wants to be right and we want to do whatever we can to prove our rightness and to prove that you are wrong, I am right. You see that all the time with different stories. I see it on the Nextdoor app. If, you, if any of you guys have the Nextdoor app or even on the email and you're seeing people just like ranting and raving about all these things that they're seeing, but a lot of times they might not know the full story, right? When they're complaining about whatever, you know, somebody, they came up to my door. Um, what if it was somebody who came to the wrong house, right? They were looking for a certain address. Like I literally just saw a post the other day where a woman was a potential buyer meeting a realtor at a house. And the realtor said, I'm in the house, come in. And so the lady goes to go in the house and, and then backs out because it wasn't her realtor there. And it was like a dog and she like hurried up and ran off. And she felt the need to write this on next door because she went to the wrong house. And so she wanted to make sure if the ring doorbell caught her like opening the door and then shutting it really fast and running away, she was just terrified and embarrassed because she had gone into the wrong house. The house was actually two houses down the where she, her realtor was where she was supposed to meet. So again, you know, people make stupid mistakes. Like, you know, there could be people like, oh my gosh, how stupid can you be? There wasn't a sign there. I mean, what if it was an unlisted house? What if it was up for sale by owner? They didn't have a sign. You don't know the full story. So again, when we jump to conclusions, when we jump to, you know, thinking the worst, um, it's really just creating more misery in our lives, right? Like I spent days festering over this letter I received. I got myself worked up. I spent days stressing about it, being worried about it, coming up with all these stories, you know, trying to build up my case about how right I am and how wronged I was, right? Like a victim I am, that kind of thing. And it's like, what a waste. What a waste of time and energy that I spent worrying and getting upset and angry and being in that space because of my own need to be right. My need to just see things the way I see them and not see the other side, right? Or to see that there could be another situation actually happening, right? And I think that's something to bring up is to step back at these times, right? Like in a situation where we might see somebody on the side of the road and want to judge them, like maybe it's time that we stop wasting energy judging other people and maybe telling ourselves like, hey, there could be an explanation that I'm not aware of that might make this situation okay. And the other piece of this is why the fuck do I care so much? 
Like, why are we spending so much time and energy caring about what other people are doing? Like, why do we care so much about being righteous or being right? Like, why can't we let people just be them? Another thing that happened on my recent trip is I was behind this woman in the TSA line and she had a tattoo on the back of her arm that said, let them. And I wrote that down because I was like, wow, that small two word sentence is so huge. Let them. How simple and impactful is that statement? Don't let yourself get worked up. If somebody has feelings about something, if somebody wants to do something in a certain way, let them. Why are we letting it get ourselves all upset, right? This kind of brings to mind just right now is how upset I get when my kids put the dishes in the dishwasher not the way that I like them to be, right? Or it could be when my husband's helping me out with something and he does it not the way that I would do it. I immediately want to be self-righteous and tell him how wrong he is because he's doing it the wrong way. In reality, it's like if he's doing the job he's trying to help me or he's doing the task that I'm asking him to do, if he's actually just doing it and he's doing it his own way, why the fuck should I care on how he does it? If he doesn't do it the exact way I do it, does it really matter? Does it really? No, it doesn't. All it is doing is making me upset. It's bringing my vibe down, right? It's getting me all worked up over things that really don't matter. And I keep having things pop up, having these experiences. And I think it's to get that message across. And so I'm like, hey, I need to get this message across on the podcast, right? Because this is a message that I think other people need to become aware of too, is in what ways are we creating more misery for ourselves, more anger and stress and irritability in our life just by getting so worked up on things where we could really just let them, let people do the things that they need to do, like not inserting ourselves in places that don't need to be inserted, right? Like, if it's not hurting somebody or it's not a dangerous thing, like we really don't need to step in, right? We don't need to meddle. We don't need to insert ourselves. We need to be more mindful of when we're judging, right? Judging others and how they're doing things, but also how we're reading into things that might not really be there, right? So again, we're assuming the worst in these different situations that may come up, like in a conversation, in a text, something somebody does, like we start reading into a text message and just like assuming the worst, like thinking they're out to get us, all these things. Um, there is a way that we can check ourselves. And I can't remember exactly which books. I think I've heard it in multiple different ways from multiple sources. So I don't know where the original idea actually came from, but I know I've heard it from multiple like audiobooks and different things. But one way to gauge if you should really be getting worked up and upset about something, or if you're assuming something that may not be true, is you have to ask yourself the question, like, do I know with 100% certainty that this story I'm telling myself is 100% true without any doubts. Like 100% I know that what I'm thinking about this situation, about what I'm reading, do I know for a fact it's 100% true what I'm telling myself? I guarantee that most of the time you're not gonna be 100% sure. So the answer would be no, which means you can't just assume that this is right. And I know it's a hard thing to do, right? Like we can just really go to that space so quickly and get ourselves worked up. But I think the way we combat this is we become more and more aware, right? So for me, I wish that I could have been a little bit more mindful when I first read that. And if I could take a minute when I started feeling myself get upset and say, breathe, Chelsea, like, let's look at this. Do I know for 100% certainty that this is exactly what they meant by this? Because if I don't know for 100% certainty, then I probably should reach back out and ask more questions, right? We should always ask more questions to get more information so that we can get that clarity before we just start jumping to conclusions, jumping to defensiveness, jumping into being offended, jumping into being judgmental, jumping into being the victim, 
and being self-righteous and then getting that need to feel right and prove our rightness and to then talk to anybody who will listen to us about how wronged I was and how wrong they are and how right I am and poor me, right? Like we start going down that loophole because all that is doing to us is dragging us down. And I can tell you, I definitely experienced that. Like I was dragging myself down, which then bled into the other experiences I was having in that moment in that week where I was still focused on poor me and why me and just letting that stuff fester. And again, if I always like to use this vision of almost like a tornado, right? Like a funnel. It's a cycle. It's a circle. It gets, you get sucked in to this tornado of self-doubt, insecurities, and that negative vibrational loop. And it keeps you stuck down. And the only way to start getting yourselves back up and out and start going the opposite way of getting into higher vibrational circles up here is to start letting that stuff go. The way to get out of that negative loop is you really have to check yourself and change your mindset and start seeing that there could be some other reasons. There could be some missing information that is keeping me from seeing things a certain way, right? And it's about finding those answers and finding the information, actually asking questions and having good communication and clarity. Like maybe if we saw my father-in-law's uncle on the side of the road, maybe somebody could have pulled over and said like, hey, do you need some help? Like what's going on here? Instead of just driving by giving dirty looks, like maybe if they stopped and then they could have helped the woman and could have understood the situation a little bit better and saw and understood that, oh, actually this guy who looks normal because he's just sitting in a car, but actually he is paralyzed and cannot move his legs, right? They might get new information so then they could maybe help the situation and help the woman and the children. You know what I mean? So there's ways to get more information and gain clarity and to really see things from that other possible scenario. And that brings me to that other side. If you don't know with 100% certainty, then there's another possibility available, right? There is another answer possible. So that's the other question you could ask yourself is after you ask yourself, do I know for a fact that this is 100% the truth? Or is there a possibility that there could be more to this story? Is there a possibility that this could mean something else? Is there a possibility that I could be wrong about this? Because I guarantee that if you can stop and ask yourself that question, it's probably going to be yes, there is another possibility to this. And I might not have it 100% right. Because if we can get out of that mindset of always needing to be right and always needing to be first and that whole way we get raised to live in that ego-based mind, right? The more peaceful we can be, the more joy we can experience in our life, the more high vibe we can be by not getting so worked up and spiraling in those negative energies. We can then let shit go and start just enjoying life. Let people be how they're gonna be you focus on you, focus on enjoying what you enjoy and focus on what brings you joy and really having a peaceful, happy life. Being happy is all dependent on you, right? Wayne Dyer always used to say, it's not the way to happiness, right? Like happiness is the way. There is no path to happiness. There is no X, Y, Z to get to happiness. It's really just starting with you and knowing like you have to create your own happiness. Like your happiness is you. Like it's what you're doing. So if you're not happy with something, then you need to change something in that, right? Like how do you have a better attitude? How do you have a different perspective on what's going on? How can you see things differently? It really starts with just becoming aware. It starts with reading books and getting new ideas, listening to podcasts like this, seeing people's tattoos with awesome messages on them that spark something in your head, right? Like it's opening up our minds. It's becoming more aware of how we are getting into these lower vibrational states, right? Like when we are triggered, when we get angry, when we get 
irritable when we feel judgmental and want to like point fingers and stuff like what's going on in us why do we care so much like that is something that you should become aware to start asking yourself questions and to start getting some clarity so that you can kind of clear that stuff and learn how to let stuff go how to transition out from these negative energies and out of these negative emotions so that you can have a more peaceful and joyful life, right? Because I feel like that's like the goal for a lot of people, right? Is to stop living these, you know, miserable lives or to stop getting so angry all the time. I know that was a big thing for me is I found myself so angry all the time with my kids, with my husband, like always they're doing it wrong. Again, these things that are just popping up for me all the time as I finally coming to this awareness and realization of how high strung I am about things that don't really matter, right? My my husband, every year against my mother-in-law, his mom, the don't sweat the small stuff calendar. It's a huge message, right? Because how many of us are sitting there wasting time and energy sweating small stuff that really doesn't matter, right? Like what matters is the love we share, the love we bring and the joy we can show up in life with, right? Like life's hard, right? Life is always going to be hard. There's always going to be challenges and it's how we rise up from those challenges. It's how we show up and how we can choose love and how we continue to keep standing back up when we get knocked down, right? And it's in those moments when we're standing back up when we can laugh again after, you know, grieving for so long. It's those little things, those little moments of pure joy and pure love when you can show up in those moments and when you can experience those moments and do so where other people are seeing you enjoy those moments is just a way to spread your light. It's basically like lighting a candle, right? When you experience these moments of love and joy out in the world and somebody else sees it, it's like a spark that then ignites the next candle, which then ignites the next candle, right? In one of Wayne Dyer's lectures, he talks about when anybody does an act of kindness, that that positive energy, that positive experience affects the person who is doing the act of kindness. It affects the person who is receiving that act of kindness and anybody who witnessed that act of kindness. It affects all three of those people involved in that act of kindness. And, and you can see how that ripples out, right? That high love vibrational state is contagious. It is what helps elevate everybody collectively. And so if we can all learn how to become more aware and manage our negative emotions and become aware of when we're in these negative low vibrational states and know how to correct that or how to overcome those things to get back up to joy and to love, right? That's the goal and that's the beauty of life is really overcoming that and then being the light for other people to then be able to heal and also return to love and return to joy. So I would love to hear any stories if you have any examples too of things that you may be misunderstood especially if it's a funny story like my father-in-law's one like that one did make me giggle and when he tells it i think he giggles too um but i hope you guys are all doing well i look forward to seeing you guys more often i'm super excited this is the one year anniversary of the hard af podcast super exciting news um that i've made it a year and i can't wait to keep bringing you guys more inspiring and hopefully helpful content you guys can find me on facebook or instagram at chelsea.bambusker would love to hear from you guys send me a dm and i'll see you guys soon bye peace